0: Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Aylts, the Derriers.
1: Welcome to the Americana Roadshow. Right here on.
3: Truckers Radio USA. USA. I'm
1: Roger Iles. Well, I'm Leo Iles. And we
3: are The Derriers. And we're doing it again. Uh, yes, we are. We're out of the chute, traveling down the highway, just looking for music all over the place. Yep. Yep. You'd think we would learn by now, but, uh, <laughs> but not ne- us. But no. No, way. no No, that would not be like us at all.
1: Yeah, That's right. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriers. Uh, exactly what is Americana music? And we get that all the time, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> well, we have a... Show about it, and know, maybe they think we're some kind of experts, <laughs> which we're not. We're not, but we do have uh,
3: we have a definition, a defici- and it's sort of an opinion, yeah, kind a, of thing. So, uh, yeah, it, it, we think that it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots, and that leaves a lot of territory right there. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's so many different styles to choose from. Absolutely, I mean, it could be uh, it could be rockabilly, it could be honky tonk, it could
1: be gospel, it could be cocktail, it could be Ragtime. It could be swing. It could be opera. It could be punk. Tex-Mex.
3: Did we say... I think I already said barbershop. Not today. Hey, haven't. Roger, guess what? What? It could be barbershop. It could be. It could be. It could be Muzak. It could be any of those things and more. And it could even be... Boogaloo. boogaloo. Yeah. yeah, Boogaloo. We it's do like Boogaloo. It's a special place in our hearts. It's just and, a great. It, it thing really to is. Say, it really is. Mostly.
1: <laughs> well, the format of the show is that um, we each come to the show every week with a virtual fistful of tunes, which we do not discuss in advance. Not at all. That's the only rule. And we parse them out one at a time. We take turns starting the show. And we finally
3: figured out how to do that. Yes. The, and uh, this is episode 144. It is. It's an even number. Yes. You get to start. That's right. All right. Okay. I
1: was surprised uh, that we had not featured this group. Well, let me, let me back up a little bit. Uh, a while back, we were in uh, Kansas City on a Monday night uh, mm-hmm. for the Rogue Red Happy Hour. Right. And the theme was uh, flowers. That's correct. Okay. And uh, we did flowers on the wall. Uh, Statler Brothers. Statler Brothers. Team. Yeah. I can't remember the guy's name, but he got up uh, later and he did Five O'Clock World. Oh, that's right. He said there's a flower called The Five O'Clock, which he's right. Mm-hmm, he's right. And yeah. I think somebody had stolen whatever song he was going to do. <laughs> um, but it was done uh, by the Vogues. Okay. And uh, I thought, oh, I thought we
3: covered the Vogues. You know, it seems we? like we have, but maybe not. Well,
1: yeah. uh, we sort of did. Yeah. Um, uh, on episode uh, 84, uh, I did a Glenn Campbell and the Vogues mix up. Oh, uh, you did a mix up. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, of. Uh, I can't. Well, I don't remember. It'll come to it you later when it's uh, Turn around, and look at me. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but anyway, let's talk about these guys just a little bit. Uh, they were um, they started off um, kind of in high school uh, as as a kind of a duop group, and um, they uh, they uh, here it is. They were called themselves the Val Airs. Val Airs. A i r e s. In 1958 at Tuttle Creek High School. They signed with uh, Pittsburgh manager Elmer Willett. I think we've talked about him before. We have. And he rep- produced their first recording release, Which One Will It Be? slash Lori My Love. Now, there was a DJ called Porky Chedwick, and uh, he liked the guys, and he booked the group for his rock and roll shows and played them on the radio and all that stuff. But he put them on bills with the Drifters and the Platters and wow. the Dells, yeah. and so got them some exposure. And their single had good regional sales, so it was picked up for national distribution by Coral Records. So the guys graduated from high school, um, and they most of them went to the Army. Mm, as okay? was, yeah, it happened as a was, lot. Yeah, as that happened. But uh, once they got out, they decided to record again, and they each put $100 in towards the fee to record a demo tape. Yeah and uh so they they went in uh, in 1965 they had a recording session for the Valairs at Gateway Studios now they did their vocals and they also did vocals for a cover of the Petula Clark song near the one mm, okay which was reduced uh, you know released to right but um the guys were um, um you know they, they they did pretty well for themselves uh, they had some good hits um but Here's another little bit sidebar. I see,
3: I see something in your well, face. Well, you're good.
1: gonna you're gonna see it coming when okay. I start talking right. about it. So in the in the late seventies, or early eighties, the group's manager trademarked the name and assets of the Vogue. Oh boy! He later sold it to Bengar Incorporated, who started booking other quartets as the Vogue. Uh huh. You yeah. know, we, we see like this the happening spots, you know. all the time. Yeah, uh, it's happened with a lot of groups. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but anyway, um, it fu- you know it worked itself out. So. Enough of that. Uh let's this is from an album I found. Uh it's it's called You're the One was the name of the album from 1966. The the Vogues doing five o'clock world. Hey. Hey. Up every hey.
4: morning just to keep a hey. job. I gotta find my hey. way through the hustle and hey. mob. Sounds hey. of the city pounding in my brain. It's a lot-
3: Good way to kick it off. I it really think. is. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a pretty cool tune. Right? Nice, nice call. All nice right, call. Leo. Well, uh,
1: let's send it back over to you. What well, do you we're,
3: got? We're going to go to San Francisco. Okay, in the uh, right. in the '60s, right? Okay. Now it wasn't really much of a happening scene in the early part of that decade. Uh, it wasn't until, you know, when you think about, uh, you know, San Francisco in the 70s, you think Grateful Dead, Jefferson Airplane, you yeah, know, right. all those psychedelic buttons. Mm-hmm. Well, before any of those guys, okay. the, the very first band came out of there uh, it is known for being the second San Francisco band to get a recording contract with the national label and the first to have a top 40 hit. And you're not going to believe who it was. <laughs> Sop with Camel. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, absolutely. You remember these guys? Well, yeah. They, they they kind of were like a flash in the pan, you know. But they, they released this song in, ni- in 1967 on the Kama Sutra Records label. I remember that. And, and it's called Hello. Hello. Oh yeah! All right, and it, it, it sounds more like John Sebastian, you know, than than it does, you know, this crazy heavy rock and roll scene. Yeah, you're right. But uh, but you know, they 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 did it. They came out with it. They had the contract. They went in and recorded the thing. And now, listen. Later on, after the band broke up, two of the guys in the band also appeared on Norman Greenbaum's hit album "Spirit in the Sky" later on in 1969. Okay. So they stay, They stuck around and had did a big imprint on the business later on. But one of the most unlikely tunes to associate with that period of San Francisco oh, rock and roll. Yeah. This is the Sopwith Camel called Hello, Hello from 1967.
5: If you meet a wayward camel while walking in the snow, what can a startled person say except,
0: hello? Hello.
5: smile Hello, hello Shall we talk a while Would you like some of my tangerine I know I'd never treat you mean Never knew how I'd meet you Didn't know How to greet you When I saw you look that way I knew I had to say hello 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 Say I love you always been too high above you Now I'm not so far away Now at last I can say hello Hello, hello, hello You've got pretty hair You got pretty hair Hello, hello Can't you tell I care What do you like? Some of my tangerines, I know I'd never treat you mean, oh no, I know I would never treat you mean.
3: So there you go, Raj forgotten about that it's song. It's more like jug band music. Yeah, really. That's what it sounds like. But there they were, man. They were there. they were right in the middle of all that stuff. In wow. There. Yeah. Well, good for them.
1: Hey, it's back to you, Raj. Okay. I have been wanting to get to this for a long time. Uh, this was a recommendation by our pal Katie.
3: Okay. Sure. Uh,
1: she always has such such great uh, suggestions and it's a group I had not ever heard of. They're called The War and Treaty. Okay. Nope. Me okay. neither. Okay. It's a husband wife duo of... Uh, Michael Trotter Jr. and Tanya Trotter. So uh, they describe their music as a combination of soul blues, country, and rock. Yeah. I mean, and and when you hear it, I think you'll hear all that in it. They're based in uh, Albion, Michigan. And um, they had changed their name uh, four times, and they were trying to come up yet with another name. Okay. And they had this long discussion, kind of an argument. And – Finally, Tanya yelled out, this isn't war, Michael, so let's come to some sort of treaty. Okay. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so, and, and? War and treaty. Okay. Okay. So um, it, it, these guys have uh, have really torn it up. I mean, they have opened for people like Al Green, Brandy Carlisle, mm-hmm. Jason Isbell, John Le- Legend. Um, Dirk Bentley, Elvis Costello, Emily Harris, you know Mumford yeah. and Sons, and you know man, tell, they, they tell just it turned come. it up. Yeah, 2021 International Folk Music Awards Artist of the Year, and Americana Music Association 2019 Emerging Artist of the Year. So we should have heard of them by we now. We should have, but thanks to Katie, now we have. So um, this is a 2023 album called "Lover's Game." The Warren Treaty doing ain't no harm in me.
2: Now in the sun.
3: Listen a song, trying to what is you know trying to call what is that? Because yeah. we usually try to put something in categories, you know. Yeah. And it, they they say Americana, okay. Yeah. But, but they say it's a a, a mix of gospel yeah, yeah, and soul, yeah.
1: and it sounds pretty soulful. It to does me. sound pretty soulful yeah. to me too. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, well, that's thank you, stuff. Katie, for that. That was a great tip. And you know
3: what? What I think we've used up our time. For oh, this you're right. We have. Show. We're, we're kind of running. Okay. Yeah. That's, we We got to get okay. out of here for a minute. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we got to do the whole thing. Well,
1: tomorrow's moving day. Yeah, so is. we have to police the area, pick up the trash, uh, right. and, and yes, Ardmore clean out the cat box. Okay. He was he, right. once a week, Ardmore. We no, that's as much <laughs> as we did. That's what we get. Okay, and uh, since it's an ev- oh, and we also have to check that. Left, left or, or inside duel. duel.
3: And guess what? <laughs> You're on it, aren't you? I, I am. We have an even-numbered show. <laughs> get your butt out there. Okay. I'm going. I'm going. Okay, get out of here. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA.
1: This is pretty nice. It's it's really nice. nice. It's, it's yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. I mean, you know, um we
3: haven't had such good luck lately but with our uh, camping spots. No. Yeah. And I'm not I don't know if this is good luck. I mean, it feels pretty cool, but if this is definitely not what we're used to, you know. Well, that's
1: true. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you know, we threw the dart. Yeah. And it landed in Sourdough, Sourdough Montana. Montana. And I was looking forward to getting some
3: bread. Well, I was thinking maybe, you know, yeah, something but, like that. Yeah. But uh, I, I guess uh, there used to be a place here called Sourdough. Uh-huh. You know, and, and it's there, as I could tell, this is about like 1912 or something. Okay. And it, it, is, it was an isolated village situated in the crazy mountains. Okay, that, well, that's appropriate. That's appropriate. Yeah. That's kind of us. Uh, and it had it had homes and a schoolhouse, okay? Uh-huh. And the schoolhouse has been it's been moved. It's it's some okay. part of some museum someplace. And the, what they say now is there is nothing left in the location of sourdough today. <laughs> Except us. Except us. <laughs> I, mean, we're just, I, mean, listen, I mean, even Ardmore, man. I, I, he seems to like it. Listen to this. Listen to this. No, I want to it, put the microphone down. Yeah, like, hold yeah, on. He doesn't. Hold on. Listen to this. Yeah, he's not crazy about anything. He's not crazy about anything. Wow. He's very relaxed. Yeah. He's very relaxed. So uh, Wow. I well, mean, uh, I, I'm tempted to just, you know, hang out here. Well, yeah,
1: but we do need to get back to work. Yeah, you're right. You're okay. right. Uh, okay. Let's go back inside. And kind of get and,
3: back in the groove. And, yeah. Okay. 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 Well, okay. Okay, back to business. Well, yeah. let's leave all that behind us for now. Yeah, been, we can it, go back out later. We can. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty you sweet know, out here. We
1: might have to offer our, each other an apologetic beer or something. <laughs> I,
3: I would take an apologetic
1: <laughs> beer from <laughs> you,
3: you would. Yeah, just, just for general practical purposes. Here. Yeah. Well,
1: you know, people ask us. They say, "Derryers, what do you think you're trying to accomplish here?" You know, you're uh, you're out there. Driving across the country in that old RV, up
3: in the mountains, uh, yeah, you know, and, and all, the, all that, you know, the deserts and yeah,
1: and uh, you know, well, unlike our compadres on Trucker's Radio USA, USA yes. thank you, You're who, who have these things called ranches, ranches. that's you know, true, yeah. and, and they get to do their show from the relative comfort of the ranches,
3: exactly, yes,
1: and uh, for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch. Where is it, Roger? Leo, it's in the. Dos Cervaises Mountains. Mountains. Yes, it he is. He might give us an apologetic beer. I he don't might. know. He might give uh, us
3: Dos Cervaises. So he it, might. It, it could happen.
1: Uh, Alan Bailey is uh, the, has the Swing and Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Yep. And Oren Friesen, who is the human footnote of the Derriers. He
3: doesn't miss a thing.
1: Yeah, it's true. Uh, he has the Rock and Banjo Ranch there in central Kansas. That's correct. And, uh, you know, we whined about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. We did. We moped around. Yeah, about it until a our bit. our pal Suzanne set us straight, and she said, "Look at it this way, guys. You've got the entire continental United States. Exactly. You know, border to border, ocean to ocean. Mm-hmm. You could say we have a ranch without, without fences. fences. That's true. And we roam that range in our RV called."
2: Rally Rally. Rally.
3: Got us here, yes, she did, and she'll uh, get us on down the road tomorrow, wherever that is, wherever that is. Kind of hate to leave. This that, has been well, yeah, it's good, but it's time to go. I think we deserved a nice one <laughs> change. <laughs> we have, we've had some rough camping, yeah, haven't we
1: it? haven't had such good luck that, recently. That's
3: true, that's true.
1: Okay, Leo, well, I do believe it's back to you now.
3: Uh, okay, so a while back here, and we've talked about this before, um, how there have been um, musicians, you know, um, like the Wrecking Crew and And those ensemble bands that were the house band for, you know, different publishing companies and artists and stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a a group uh, called the Muscle Shoals uh, Rhythm Section. Absolutely. Now, this is a group of American session musicians based in the northern Alabama town of Muscle Muscle Shoals. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the most prominent American studio house bands from the 60s to the 80s. I mean, straight through, man. These musicians individually or as a group have been associated with more than 500 recordings Including seventy-five gold and platinum hits. Wow! And, and they were masters at creating this southern combination of rhythm and blues, soul, and country music, and it became known as the Muscle Shoal sound. Yep, it, it had a distinct, you know, vibe to it. And uh, they they u- were used a lot to back up black artists. You bet. Well, who they were often in disbelief to learn that these guys were all white. <laughs> That's right. It just kind of blew them away, man. <laughs>
1: they showed up to record and they're
3: like, well, what? Well, well, where are the guys? Where are the guys? Ah, uh, <laughs> right here. Yeah. No, listen, this is pretty cool, man, because there's a big difference between the way things were produced in New York, you know, and then they were down south, right? With oh, these right, guys. and L.A.
1: for that matter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like,
3: for instance, when Atlantic Records recorded in New York, the typical procedure was to hire an arranger, right, mm-hmm. And they would come up with the song style from a demo recording, and they'd write out the parts for all of the musicians, right? They were all readers. Sure. Okay. In the session, musicians would come in and just play what was written out for them. That was all it was. And if it was not successful, it was the arranger's fault. Yeah, I I guess so. It was all on him. Well, in Muscle Shoals and some other southern studios, uh, the process was really different, man. The musicians rarely could read music. Mm -hmm. It was very weird. And uh, usually it was nothing written in advance. It was called a head session. It was just all up here, right? So as an example, uh, in in the Muscle Shoals recording of Wilson Pickett's classic hit, Land of a Thousand Dances, all right, the producer, Jerry Wexler, chose the song, and it was to be a cover version of a song that that was recorded earlier by a guy named Chris Kenner. Okay. He had had a, a hit with it. In its original state, it was much too slow for these guys. And uh, it had a kind of a honky-tonk piano thing going for it. But he had a, he had faith that the, the Swampers, as they called these, they, these were the Swampers, okay. they could probably do something. Well, when the session started, uh, the Swampers began trying different rhythm patterns and dance beats and tempos, and nothing was really working. After about an hour, nothing, you know, they were just dry. And then this guy named Chips Mormon hit on a guitar like it kind of said oh wait a minute hold on here's a groove that we can get in you know and everybody just kind of fell in and started jamming to it right so the arrangement was built communally by all of the guys working on it they decided to break it up by putting a drum solo interlude and you by the way i'm going to play a song i'm going to play that a thousand dances awesome thing. so you can hear all this stuff cool uh, and uh so then uh, during this wilson pickett you know was his his recording session he started screaming, uh, the drummer, nah, 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 na," you know? Okay. Okay. And he said, and in the middle, he goes, hey, I need somebody to help me now. And that, and that was picked up on the microphones. So the players were summoned up into the control room. And now all of a sudden he goes, guys, we're working on a hit now. All oh, right? wow. But this, is, this thing is clicking. So, uh, but they, they, uh, Wilson Pickett borrowed the line, na 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 nah, the melody, from Cannibal and the Headhunters. Oh, yeah. All right? From a live performance that became kind of famous. And uh, he started, so it was uh, an ad lib by the guy Cannibal, whose real name was Frankie Garcia, uh, from a live performance. They incorporated it in the recording of the song, and boom, it went off and reached number 30 in the Billboard Hot Chart 100 chart in early 1965. And it just happened organically. So this is the direct opposite of of a process that you described when we were talking about the song uh, that Hoagy Carmichael did. Oh yeah, and how it took years and years. Yeah. Now, yep. they these guys did it in an afternoon. Wow. But wait, there's more. What? Well, he, he there's a an autobiography written about this whole session, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the things that was said that was Wilson Pickett suggested singing the count off. You know, one, two, three, and they said after dozens of abortive attempts, uh, they came up with an idea. They said, "Sing the counts." Oh, okay. Sing it, Wilson. And and he got it. Wilson Pickett understood what he was saying. Uh, make the Counts part of the intro. And the producer said, that's crazy. I mean, that won't work. And he said, whoever heard of singing the Count off, right? And Wilson said, hey, let, I can do it. Let me let me show you. That's good. <laughs> so, he, so he got the horn players, which a uh, guy named Wayne Jackson and Charlie Chalmers and Andrew Love and Floyd Newman. They said, hit a chord, right? Uh-huh. Hit this chord. And now here comes this bass lick. And it's famous. This yeah. bass lick is famous. It was actually a second count off and took trials by three different bass players to find something that that would actually work, that sounded the way they wanted it to. (laughs) So what happened was the producer suggested they allow this guy named Tommy Cogbill, who was a guitar player. He said, switch him to bass and give him a try at this lick, right? So he put Vaseline on his fingertips, right? So he could get the sound that he wanted. And he delivered the lick, boom, like that. Wow. Now, one final thing. Since they were recording in mono on one track, everybody had to play it correctly from start to finish. Oh there was wow. No overdubbing. Yeah. No one going back and fixing anything. If anyone missed his part, they would all have had to do the entire song from the beginning. And repetition, you know, you often lose that spontaneity, and yeah, that sure. hot feel. So uh this guy said, Okay, everybody looked at each other and said, if you miss this man. <laughs> You are so dead Wow And when they succeeded Apparently they just went berserk in the studio The high fives all around Wow And so when you hear that record today You can tell everybody was feeding off the enthusiasm Of everybody else in the room Wow So there was an extraordinary uh, recording session uh, With Wilson Pickett And backed up by an extraordinary house band
1: Wow! So, hey, I just went back and looked. Yeah, uh, and you featured this song by Cannibal and the Cannibal, Headhunters yeah. uh, back on uh, show number thirty-seven,
3: and we're one forty-four today. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, a well, well, wow back. So,
1: if people want to go back and compare, they can do that. There you go. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's give it a go.
2: One two three. One two three.
3: Great
1: story, Leo. Thank you.
3: Yeah, hey, well, let's move on now, Roger. It's your
1: turn. We're going to do a, a major 180, uh-huh. and uh, we're going to do some Western music. Okay. So, uh, as uh, we've talked about a lot before, we belong to the International Western Music Association. That's correct. And uh, we go down to the uh, convention uh, in November every year. In Albuquerque, yeah. In Albuquerque. In yeah. Albuquerque. Uh-huh. And um, they have uh, DJ, uh Boxes there, yeah, where people put CDs in, and uh, and and plus, I, I think this one actually came in the mail. We're starting to get some things in the mail. We are so like, nice, Im- like uh, real DJ's do.
3: <laughs> Go figure, just <laughs>
1: amazing. Uh, but uh, there's a group uh, from there called um, Rusted Spurs West. Yes, okay, mm-hmm. and uh, they're a cowboy western swing trio uh, located in Florence, Arizona. And uh, they started up. Uh, they say they burst onto the Southwest music scene in 2015. They focus on cowboy, Western swing music, honoring, honoring the icons of the past as well as exploring contemporary tunes. Um, they've been uh, they do festivals, uh, concert events, library programs, and then they you know they add the historic back uh, backstories and that, those type right, of things, right. which is a, a great part of that music. So. Um, Three people in, in the group. It's uh, Tex Hamill on guitar and vocals, Bob uh, Denicourt on bass and vocals, and Patty Hamill on accordion and oh, vocals. Oh,
3: oh, we love yeah. accordion.
1: So smooth harmonies, strong vocal leads, and uh, they've received recognition from both the International Western Music Association and the Academy of Western Artists. Mm. I love this. Um, I, I like their arrangement. Um, their harmonies are good, and... Um, and of course, I love the accordion. Uh, we love. She the does a great job uh, yeah, with it. Yeah. From their album "Arizona Stars" from 2022, Rusted Spurs West doing "Adobe Hacienda."
2: In my Adobe
1: Hacienda,
2: there's a touch of Mexico. Just lovelier than orchids Blooming in the patio Soft desert stars And the strum of guitars Make every evening seem so sweet In my adobe hacienda Life and love are more complete Up. Nestled in the western hills Evening breezes softly murmur Harmony with whippoorwills When setting sun
0: says the long day is done
2: Sultry music fills the air In my adobe hacienda Harmony is everywhere Everywhere.
3: Classic western tune, right there.
1: That is, and they did a nice job. Yeah, Thank you uh, to Rusted Spurs West for sending that CD. in glad we were able to feature it. Nice job. Hey, nice you job. know, you know, Leo, what? I'm kind of car shopping again.
3: Well, you need a car when we get home, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't you know, drive Rosie everywhere. Not
1: you know? that you know, we're not there that much. But right. You need something to get around. So
3: and, what's uh, what's the verdict? Well, playing?
1: I, you know, remember there used to be great car commercials. Oh and stuff. man, yeah. they were. Yeah, and and, and and I'm just thinking about maybe getting one of these. Just because I like Dinah
3: Shore so much. Dinah Shore, she did the Chevrolet commercial. Yep. Yep. Oh man, let's, I remember that. Yeah, let's give it a listen. Okay. The
4: USA in your Chevrolet, America is asking you to call. Drive your Chevrolet through the USA, America's the greatest land of all. On a highway or a road along a levee, performance is sweeter. Nothing can beat her, life is complete, her in a Chevy. So make a date today to see the USA, and see it in your Chevrolet.
2: Traveling East,
4: traveling West, wherever you go, Chevy service is best. Southward or north, near place or far, there's a Chevrolet dealer for your Chevrolet car. So make a date today to see
3: the USA and, and see it in your Chevrolet. Hey, you are backing up. We are backing up. No worries, Roger. Yeah, there's no trash cans. <laughs> no, we got plenty of room. No All kinds of room. Yeah, there's nobody here anywhere. Yeah. yeah. But I think I remember how to get out. We'll find out. I hope. Yeah, it's been pretty pleasant up here. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, uh, you know, this is the part of the show where we just jump right in and... uh... Big people yeah. to go to our website. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
3: I have yeah. no shame. I mean, we know. spend a
1: lot of time, you know, posting stuff. And, right. You know, I exactly. just posted something new on there just a little bit ago. And, yep. Yep. And uh, you know, it, you know, what are you doing? That's what so, important is so
3: important that you can't take just go- five yeah. minutes. Now quit
1: just, buying stuff on Amazon. Just, you can buy something on
3: our website. If you that can that if, you're, you if you're in a spending yeah. frenzy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Come on over to our
1: place. Uh, well, so, oh, I guess we got to tell them how to get there. Oh, that would be a good idea. Yeah, the 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 website for this show is thedairs.com. And really we this public public service announcement. Don't forget The. the THE. It's a stop. tiny word,
3: but it's the most important it's word. It's very important. If you word. forget it, oh, you you'll, you'll never, never forget no, it. Yeah. no. Don't don't make that yeah. mistake. Yeah. And the one for the band is Well, that's 3 with the number 3 there on the front. Mm-hmm. And that's where we, you know, we have stuff. We have stuff for sale. We, we got do. stickers, and we've got CDs, and we've got uh, some nice t-shirts and cool stuff t-shirt, up there. So yeah. yeah, you know, I'd love to come to your town and see you wearing one of our shirts. That yeah. would, that would be great. That'd be awesome. That'd
1: be awesome. Well, you know, um, we know if you go to our websites, uh, you're going to find a lot of content. Content, That's true.
3: And we're pretty sure if you see it, you'll be contented. Contented, But boy, there's a lot. There's a lot. Every week we add stuff, so Mm -hmm. you could become confused, Confused. in which case you should just... Contact, contact us. us. We encourage that.
1: Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah, well, there's contact us tabs on both websites. So occasionally, we hear from people through there. Or you can get right to us with our email addresses. Well, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Mine is Roger, no D, at com. And mine is Leo, also
3: no D, at
1: com. Right. Yep. And you know, if you go to com and click on the Americana Roadshow tab, from there, you can listen to any of our past episodes, or uh, download them and listen to them at At your your leisure.
3: leisure. Preferably while wearing your Leisure, Leisure suit, suit. Oh, yes, come on Somebody important. needs to do that hey, I, I think it's not too yeah. much to ask oh.
1: Hey, you know what else? Hey, Neil? what else, Roger? Um, you can also listen to any of our past episodes now <laughs> oh, oh, on Spotify Spotify yeah. yeah, I know you like Spotify oh, I've been
3: listening to Spotify yeah. But it's on several other platforms, too It's on Stitcher And uh, a Spotify Did we mention Spotify yet? Yeah, we yeah? did okay. already Spotify It's also on TuneIn uh, let see, what was it? Spotify? Yeah Spotify It's yes, on so it's Amazon
1: it's Music and Or you could just say
3: Spotify yeah. Or it's
1: because... also on iHeartRadio And it's also on iHeartRadio (laughs) it's Butterfly. Yeah, it's on all those things. It's all those things. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, Go go nowhere without without the the derriers. Good point, right? Thank you, Mike. Okay, Leo, I do believe it's back to you.
3: Okay, I was just cruising the internet, and I came up, you know, everybody's got the best of this, the best of that, and whatever, right? And I ran across a a website Mm -hmm. called The Best Americana Albums, Ten Essential Records for Your... Uh, collection wow this is somebody 's opinion well okay. right' it's somebody's opinion, but listen one of the one uh, on there I was kind of listening to it, and i have to I have to agree with this one uh this is a a band called Los Lobos, oh yeah, oh man, these guys are great man they uh they they're from uh, they're influence- uh let me back up a little bit. They are uh, an American rock band from East Los Angeles, California. Okay. Okay. And their music is said to be influenced by rock and roll, Tex-Mex, country, Zydeco, folk, R&B, blues, brown-eyed soul. I mean— Sounds like our introduction. That's exactly right. These guys, <laughs> they're all over the place, yeah. right? And uh, and so they met at, uh, at Garfield High School in East Los Angeles, and they bonded over their m- mutual affinity for musical acts such as Fairport Convention. <laughs> Randy Newman and Ry Cooter. I mean, what a wow. mix. You know? that's eclectic. And these two guys met, and they were looking at each other and they go, you like this stuff too? Wow, wow. let's bond, you know? <laughs> so he says, so I went over to his house one day for about a year. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> and, and we just listened to the records and played the guitars and everything. Okay, now jump ahead to this album. Uh, it's an album called Kiko. Okay. And it's such a certified classic uh, that it's easy to forget how profoundly weird <laughs> it sounded to Lobo's fans when it came out in 1992. I mean, it was this huge departure from what they were usually doing. Okay, and it, it this this band the, the the reviewer said, "Who'd have thought that this would be the band to revive psychedelia?" <laughs> so wow. So anyway, it's a, a great mix of tunes, but one of them is said to be kind of like almost Elvis Costello-ish. Wow. All right. And it's a really cool tune, man. So, short, uh, from this this, uh, Spanish, oh, by the way, the Los Lobos, I think the name of the album was, I think I did that, Kiko, right? Mm -hmm. I I mentioned that. Okay. Mm -hmm. The name of the song is Short Side of Nothing from 1992. (laughs) it unresolved Nice Hell, I love that cut That's that a, great That's a good one That's a good one right there.
1: All right, Rogers, Back to you I'm going to uh, pull another 180 here uh, And we're going to um, talk about Howard Andrew Williams Howard
3: Andrew Williams Nope Take Howard away uh, Take uh, Howard uh, No Andy How- Williams Oh, okay, fine Okay <laughs> I was that close
1: Yeah Well, he was born in uh, 1927. Uh, Man, I tell you what a what a I can't believe we haven't covered him yet. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Go ahead. He recorded 43 albums in his career, of which 15 have been gold certified and three platinum certified. Wow! You know, um, nominated for six Grammy awards. um, You know, so he started out. um, He had three older brothers: Bob, Don, and Dick Williams. Those are good American names, oh, right? Oh, man, yeah,
3: let's keep it short. It's single syllables.
1: And his first performance was in a children's choir at the local Presbyterian church, and they formed the Williams Brothers Quartet. And uh, in late 1938, they performed the radio in the Midwest and some places like that. So uh, in on December 15th, 1961, Williams married... Claudine Longshot.
3: I knew that. Remember her? Oh, man. We had an album of hers. (laughs) Yeah, we did. She sang in a little whispery voice. Yeah, We just looked at the cover. We didn't listen to it. Uh,
1: And he signed with Columbia Records. So his first album with Columbia, which was Danny Boy and Other Songs I Love to Sing, was a chart success, very first album. Wow. uh, Peaking at number 19. Wow. He was then asked to sing Moon River, the theme (sighs) from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yep at the 1962 Academy Awards, where it won Best Original Song. Mm -hmm. Now, um, uh, uh, Archie Blyer at Cadence uh, Records had previously told Williams that Moon River would not be a hit. Oh, really? He said, no, man, it'll never be a hit. That song (laughs) will never go. But the Columbia producers encouraged him to record the song, along with 11 other movie themes for an album. He performed the song at the awards show. It became a hit. Moon River and other great movie themes then sold across the country, garnering critical acclaim and propelling Williams into stardom. The album remained on the charts for the next three years. Wow! And peaked at number three. Oh man! Now we're not going to listen to that song. Oh okay. Uh, Because you know we talk about songs that put you in a place. Yes. You know, and I was looking for some other stuff, and I came upon this song. Man, um, it it's just one of those songs that uh, I. I just remember it and it just it's kind of melancholy but whatever Uh, it was a single from 1965 Andy Williams doing Dear Heart
0: Dear Heart wish you Since you've been out of my sight, a single room, a table for one. It's a lonesome town, all right. But soon.
3: Contrast there for yeah, you Yeah, what was that? That was uh, Dr. Jazz Yeah uh, By King Oliver Oh, nice We featured it once before we You know. Did, just yeah a a nice little dance tune there You know, mm. Kind of
1: crazy nice Hey, listen
3: uh, it, Look at the timer here Yeah,
1: we're out of time uh, And uh, we got to figure out Where we're going next week I kind of hate to leave It'd be nice to stay it'd be nice, You know
3: what? It's just not our way It's
1: our mission Yep Yeah, we got to uh, go uh, So, uh, let's see uh, I'll, I'll throw the dart.
3: So you get the map Okay, hang on for a second hey. Hold on Oh, oh yep. okay, I got it. I uh, uh, got it, I got it, got it. And uh, there it is, up okay. on the wall. Uh, okay. I'll get the dart. Uh, spoon door two, three. two. You find it? Uh, it? Okay, good. All right. is all blissed out of the counter there. I know, he's doing all right. Okay. All uh, right, Raj, okay. let's see. you got to get me. I'm ready. Uh, okay, you ready? Uh-huh. One, One two, two three. three. throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, well, uh, we went pretty much straight yeah. east and Minnesota.
1: Oh, that's cool. Okay, give me the uh, list of weird town names in Minnesota. Okay, here you go. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Oh, there's some good ones. There are some good ones. Uh, I pick. Embarrass Minnesota. <laughs> We're never embarrassed. But oh, that should be fun. We have no shame. All right, Leo. Well, uh, boy, yet another interesting show It's been know. a fun and a, and a great place here. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll remember this. Uh, yeah. So we'll get on the road tomorrow and uh, we'll do this again. We absolutely will do it again. This has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA.
3: Remember to look out behind you. It's the Dariers.